0: Hey, this is Mark Balmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do you life right. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford good afternoon and good evening make your day count this is the day
1: the lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in this day Mm -hmm. that the lord has made i make a quality decision to what rejoice notice what kind of decision a quality decision today because with all the things that is happening around us you have to make a quality decision to rejoice so rejoice and remember that the Bible says, rejoice. How? I say, <laughs> rejoice. Right. So I'm telling you, rejoice. I say on mm-hmm. this Friday, rejoice. Some people are going to be rejoicing that and it's payday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday is a good Friday. Friday, yeah.
1: yeah it's a good Friday. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a payday, it's a payday <laughs> for a lot of people, so it's a good, good Friday. Where are we this morning, (laughs) Diane?
0: We've been going through in Luke, and we've been studying starting at Luke 2, because all this month Pastor Beckford is teaching on increasing like Jesus at Celebration Tabernacle Church. So we opened the month with Luke chapter 2, verses 39 through 40. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong in Mm. spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him so we are all called to grow and to become strong in the spirit it's not just for a few people not just for those people oh yeah they're strong in the spirit it's for all of us to become strong in the spirit filled with wisdom and the grace of God jesus he is with us he is not far from us it says we don't have to look all high we don't have to look all low into the abyss that he's right there where in our mouth the word of faith So Jesus has a language that he has given unto us. He has passed down his language unto us. So we must speak the language of faith in every situation. We speak the language of faith, which is the language of increase, which is the language of wisdom, which is the language of favor, what he has given unto us. And then we went through and we saw in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, where Jesus found the place where it was written of him. In the book, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So all this week we've been looking at different verses right here in the book of Luke and we've been looking at the manifestation of, of what Jesus declared when he found the place where it was written of him. So we don't have to go too far through the Gospels to find accounts of these great things which Jesus declared when he found the place it was written of him.
1: And where it's written of him was his life, what he's supposed to do. He found out his purpose in this life, what he was supposed to do. And once he found it, he followed it. He followed it to the cross. Jesus never deviated from it. He did exactly what he was called to do. He did it because he found it, he studied it, he understand it, and he increased in the knowledge of performing his function. Mm
0: -hmm. Verse 15 tells us, Luke chapter 5, verse 15, However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So he was doing what he said to do when he found the place it was written, and it worked. Yes. And verse 16, so he often... He himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. So as it was working, he was continuing to draw wisdom from above of how to navigate it. Sometimes as soon as something works, oh, we forget about God. Yeah, we, We're we praying, oh, God, if you would just, oh, God, please, this, that. Then as soon as we get it, we just, thanks, peace. Yeah, we just dis- <laughs> disappear. Yeah. But here is Jesus, and he's, it's, he's receiving what he's saying yeah. and in the place of prayer prayer he's again learning how to navigate each and every unique situation so that he can continue to increase not up and down but up up up
1: yes see jesus lived a a consistent a life of consistency from i I go back again when you study the life of jesus jesus moved from one place of ministry where miracles Happen. Mm-hmm. And to an going to another place to perform more work and miracle will take place. He stopped to pray. So here's the secret. Between those two places is prayer. Between those two points, from one place of miracle to another place of miracle, but in between those, those two places, he prayed. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. That's the power of Jesus' life, because he know the wisdom, the understanding of what he needs to do at this place, come true, what? Prayer. Mm-hmm.
0: So after he goes away, he withdraws to the wilderness yeah, to pray. pray. Verse 17 says, Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers mm-hmm. of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then, behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Now, to, we'll go back there, but in verse 17, it said that the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, they were all sitting by. And then it said that the power of the Lord was present, present to heal. But you hear clearly out of their own mouth, well, who who is this? Yeah. How is this healing going to take place? How, how could this guy do it? How could this manifest? The power to heal, the presence was there. But it has to be received, how? By faith. Because when the man, when they dropped the man through the roof, verse 20, it says, When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. So it's not that the presence of God is not here to heal. It's our response to it. Are we questioning it? Are we having this continued conversation with the demonic oppression of uh, how we should stay in this, how to stay in this struggle instead of getting out of it? And he said right there, when he saw their faith, he said, man, your sins are forgiven you.
1: And they were healed. Mm-hmm. It was healed but if you back up back to my point to make how did the presence of God was on Jesus the presence of God was with Jesus the presence of God mm-hmm. was present because before this occurrence he had just performed what miracle mm-hmm. and he withdrew to pray. Mm-hmm. And now he finished his time of prayer and going back to do Mm miracles. So he always, he always with the Father, Mm -hmm. go back to the point. Jesus says, I only do the things that I see my Father do. Mm -hmm. I I command as my Father commands. Commands. I speak Mm -hmm. as my Father speaks. So, therefore, he always get results.
0: And the results came for this man who believed. Verse 22, but when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are you reasoning (laughs) in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today.
1: <laughs> Watch this here, Diane, and for all our listeners that listen to us. Here's the key. Why did Jesus not go to arise, take up your bed and walk first? Why did Je- you see that's a mm-hmm. physical manifestation that you can you're going to have to visible see that? Jesus knew these people can accept. If if he do that, they ac- they can accept that, huh? But the one that is going they're going to stumble mm-hmm. over. Is the one that you have to take. They have to believe by faith. So Jesus go right there to the hardest. Your sin is forgiven. And that they stumble. They wouldn't stumble if Jesus tells the man, take your bed up on the wall. But when Jesus says, your sin, man, has been forgiven. Who is this guy? Only one person can say that. Only one Mm -hmm. person can say that. And that's God. He doesn't have that authority to tell anyone to forgive anyone's sin. And Jesus says, I'm going to show you, you're wrong. I'm the son of God, the son of man, and I have that authority. And now I'm going to prove to you which one is (laughs) harder. Which one is more difficult, to say your sin is forgiven or to tell the man, Take his bed up and walk. In their rational mind, take the bed up and walk is much harder than somebody say you sin is forgiven. Because you tell a man, take his bed up and walk, you're going to, and he's still lying down, not on work. See? So, if, so Jesus performed, watch this, the second one, take your bed up and walk. The man did. And now they say, ooh, and they really He's, he must be the Son of God, because boy, if, if you tell a man to take his bed up for the walk, and the man did, then we also know, can believe that he has the power to forgive sin. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I know i the time.
0: We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Our Sunday morning services begin at 10 a.m. So we want to invite you to come on out if you do not have a home church also on tuesday nights we stream live from the celebration tabernacle church facebook page so find us on facebook like and follow the page and then you'll receive a notification on tuesday nights at 7 p.m when we go live for tuesday night live and those um, services are archived on the facebook page so you go there and you could listen to some continued teachings that are available through the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page. Again, we're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. We want to invite you out. We are a family-friendly church. There's children's church available for your children, and we hope to see you soon and very soon at Celebration Tabernacle Church. Make a day count. You're listening to WMIE, today's Modern Worship, 91.5 FM. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy a special message recorded
1: live at East Coast Christian Center. I want to welcome in the Parkway, our Vieira campus, the chapel, and our Coco campus. Can we put our hands together in every location and welcome everyone right now?